On this episode of The B-Side, we're going to talk about prayer. Welcome to The B-Side, a Blessed Hope podcast where we turn over the sermon notes and answer those lingering questions. Hey everybody, and welcome to The B-Side. I'm joined by Matt, as always, and Malia is joining us for this super special podcast on prayer. Not that it's special because we're doing prayer, but it's special because this marks our one-year anniversary of the podcast. We started it last year on the 17th of January, so we're five days out of that, but this is our one-year anniversary of the podcast, and I'd just like to say thank you for anyone who does listen, anybody who has given us feedback. And the reason why Malia is here is because when we have Malia on, people actually give us feedback. Yeah, I don't know if people only listen when Malia is part of the podcast or if they only let us know they listened when Malia is part of the podcast. She's a big draw. Either way, I think from now on, Malia's in. So (laughs) no pressure. Um, but you know what? It is, it is fun, and, and it is, it is kind of interesting to think that we've been doing this for about a year now. Uh, we do it every other week, which means, you know, 26 of these. Um, mm-hmm. um, some of them hopefully have been good, and others, I'm sure, have been maybe a little weaker, but, but we've had fun yeah. doing them. And, you know, we started with, hey, how do we go deeper into some of the sermon questions that yeah. people have? And that's still, you know, if people have questions, we can do that. But, but it's kind of turned into like, hey, what are some extra topics that we feel like uh, would be great for us to share information about or encourage the church mm-hmm. about? And because we can't do all of that on a Sunday morning. And, right. um, you know, and, and, and there need to be some times where we can go deeper on certain things. And so this has been a great avenue for that. And so, uh, Vince, this was your idea. And so I'll give you all kinds of credit for it, and thank you for that, and, and uh, Malia for helping with some editing mm-hmm. and getting things uploaded, and it's yeah. just worked out really well. Kind of just goes to show, if you have an idea, just create a graphic for it, and then it'll happen. There you go. Because I had this idea, like, when I first got here, and it didn't go anywhere, and then I was like, I listened to a podcast by Tom Rainer, and he was talking about moving into other avenues of communication, I was like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to create a graphic. I created a graphic, showed it to you, and you're like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, yes! There you go. If I would have known that a year ago, we would have done it. Well, there it is. So anyway, good times, and today we get to talk about prayer, which is one of those things that, uh, um, you know, we talk about it at church, we do it at church, but it is something that definitely needs more conversation. Uh, we need to get deeper and more in-depth into prayer. And so, hey, what a great avenue then to spend some podcast mm-hmm. time talking about it. Yeah, Malia, so this was your suggestion. Uh, you just kind of want to talk about kind of your heart behind uh, suggesting this as a topic and, and why you feel it, it's it's so important to talk about. Um, I, I think part of it is... And I'm not trying to shame anyone by any means, but... That's always a great way to start, <laughs> by the way. Uh, so often, and I know everyone has seen this and done this. I'm guilty of doing this myself, where, you know, there's something on Facebook or you see someone in passing that you know has something going on or someone posts something, and everyone is like, I'm praying for you. And I always wonder, you know, how many yeah. of those people are actually broken in prayer mm-hmm. over that? for that person. And I know I've said it to people mm-hmm. and have not followed through because, you know, life gets busy and you forget. Right. And I'm one of those people who uh, has to write things down if I'm going to remember anything. Um, and so that's kind of always on my heart whenever I see that. And you mm-hmm. see that a lot. Right. Um, and then also, uh, it's something, I'm not a resolution person at all, mm-hmm. um, but I know that 
uh, my prayer life is, is just one of those things that has not been stellar. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, there's times when I'm, I've been embarrassed. Like if someone really sat and looked at the time that I spent, the way I was spending it as far as prayer goes, mm-hmm. um, just wasn't, it wasn't good. And it wasn't, it didn't feel good to me. Right. And I'm a super disciplined person. Um, that's my top strength in strength finders is discipline. <laughs> so um, it's just something that I've been constantly trying to, to remedy, and I kind of feel like I figured it out maybe a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, you, you said, you know, thoughts and prayers when you see that on Facebook, and it kind of throws me back to the Christmas time season where, like, you get a gift, and it, it's, it's awful, but it's the thought that counts. Um, and I always thought that that was just an excuse uh, for a, a bad present. And I think sometimes... We can, we can do that as well, where we, we say thoughts and prayers and we use it as an excuse uh, for not actually doing anything, or we just, it's kind of like a, a thing, it's like when we say, you know, oh, how, how are you doing? We don't really care, we're just saying hello. Yes, yep. Um, and it's it, just a natural response. Yeah. And it's great, and it's mm-hmm. wonderful, um, but, but the there has to be through. the action behind it, yeah. Right, so if you're going to say thoughts and prayers, or if you're going to say, hey, for presence, it's the thought that counts. Put some thought into it, put some <laughs> prayer into it, and actually do it. Um, so what are some scriptures, uh, Matt, I see you got your Bible all beaten and torn up. What is? What are some your favorite scriptures when it comes to prayer? Uh, well, you know, I think there's a few, and I think the scriptures about prayer vary based on what it is that I need to remember right. about prayer. You know, I think um, one, Paul writes in Philippians 4, uh, and I think this is this is my mantra for, for prayer, is that... Um, you know, be, be anxious about nothing, right? Don't worry mm-hmm. about anything. Um, but in everything, with prayer and petition, make your request known to God. Mm-hmm. And then just thank him for what he's done, because he's done the best thing ever, Yeah. right? He's, he's forgiven me of sins. He's met my most incredible need that, that I couldn't possibly meet by myself, and, and mm-hmm. he's done that for me, um, and he's done that... Um, um, this this wonderful thing, and so I can thank him for that. And hey, everything else that I ever want or need from God is so less than that mm-hmm. that um, I just have this confidence, and so um, that, that I'm supposed to be continually thankful and, and pray about everything instead of worry or be anxious. Because my natural attitude is to be anxious. I don't yeah. worry necessarily; like I, I don't fret. Mm-hmm. but I'm anxious because I want things to come to resolution and I want mm-hmm. things to happen and I hate waiting and all of those kinds of things. And that's part of just life. And so mm-hmm. I get um, anxious a lot, but God mm-hmm. says, Hey, don't be anxious. Right. Thank God for meeting your most critical need. Um, everything else that he's ever done, you know, my very mm-hmm. life, my breath, um, everything that I have is a blessing from God. And, and then just tell him what I need and, and mm-hmm. let it be. And so I, that, that's, a, that's a verse that, that speaks to me. But there's others too. Like, like, like I love the, the stories of prayer, the things mm-hmm. that come from prayer. Uh, one of my favorites, because we're in Daniel right now, mm-hmm. is when Daniel has this vision. And the vision is, is about the end times. And, and so um, he can't understand any of it because it's all prophecy. And even though God has given him the ability to interpret dreams... He has his own dream and vision, and he has no idea what it means, and so he prays. For mm-hmm. 21 days, the word says that he prays. Mm-hmm. I mean, he perseveres in prayer, and then all of a sudden, the angel shows up mm-hmm. and says, oh, by the way, right, I was dispatched to you the minute you started praying, mm-hmm. 
right? And so because Daniel prays, Daniel receives an answer to prayer. I mean, it's so clear that, that God makes it so clear in, in Scripture that he didn't get an answer just mm-hmm. because. Right. He got an answer because he prayed and he mm-hmm. kept praying. And because he has that answer, we have a picture of what the end times will look like. Yeah. We, we have some understanding that we didn't have before Daniel about what will happen at the mm-hmm. end of times because Daniel prayed. And because mm-hmm. Daniel prayed, God sent an angel. And like, like the fact that God will move at our prayers mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. Yeah. I was, I was reading in Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah 33, 3, and God point blank tells Jeremiah, hey, you need to pray to me. And I will answer you. He just, that's just a promise. You pray to me, I will answer. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I know God says that to Jeremiah, but that's his heart for everyone, that if you pray, I will answer. Well, what, what do we read in, in James, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have because we don't ask. Right. And if we ask, we ask with wrong motives. But basically, mm-hmm. hey, you seek wisdom, you want ask. Yeah. Ask in, Jesus says, ask in my name, and it'll mm-hmm. be given to you. And so it's like God delights to answer the prayers of his people. And again, I'm going to say it, and it, that's ridiculous, mm-hmm. that the God of the universe chooses to work through the things that I pray about, but he does, and the Bible says it, and it's true. And so, my goodness, how critical is that? Yeah. So, Malia, you got your Bible open now. What, what, what are some passages that you really cling to? Um, one thing that um, has kind of opened my eyes, and maybe I, I read it, and um, I saw it differently, I, I think, especially being on staff here at the church, um, is Ephesians six eighteen, mm-hmm. And it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Um, and I thought, how, what does that look like to be praying for all the Lord's people on even just a smaller scale, like just our church. Mm. And so that's yeah. kind of opened my eyes and changed the way I've prayed too. Mm. Um, and then just remembering like to pray in the spirit and not just mm. be throwing things up to God, but really um, mm. just being in his presence like, yeah. and, and having that posture from the beginning when you sit down to pray. So I interrupt you, I'm sorry, but talk about that a little bit more because I think that's one of the things that sometimes when people say, you know, I pray, but it just... You know, I just don't get anything out of it, or it just feels weird. Like, I have a feeling that that's the missing piece. I mean, I don't know for sure, but the, the, the missing piece sure. is what does it mean to pray in the Spirit? So how do you, just give us an sure. example from you, how do you get yourself in the position to not just be throwing things at God, but to actually be praying in the Spirit? Sure. Um, and maybe I'm jumping ahead here, Vince. But, no, you're good. Um, I kind of feel like in the past when I've sat down to pray— um, either I'm limited on time or um, I feel so incredibly overwhelmed because there are a gazillion things that I want to be praying for. Mm-hmm. And I think when you feel overwhelmed like that, it's hard to focus on any yeah. one thing because you're just like, well, I got to rattle these all off fast. So God hears them. Um, and it just doesn't, like I said before, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. um, like you're, you're really there in his presence connecting at all. And so, um, and I, I can't remember if this was last year or something, we were talking about prayer, and I don't know how we got on the subject, I think at a staff meeting or something, and uh, Matt, you had said that you divide it out by days, where certain days you pray for certain things, certain people, and kind of move down the line, and I don't know why that never dawned on me before, but it was kind of like, 
well, duh, <laughs> that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like it gave me the permission to, to kind of plan out how mm. I, I pray. Yeah. And it maybe sounds super unspiritual. Um, and I don't know, but it, it works for me with my, my quiet time, quote unquote, quiet time. But the way I study mm-hmm. and when I sit down and read the Bible, like I have to schedule that stuff in. You know, I don't always think it's quality or quantity, but the quantity, the quality of time that you're spending in it. And so, you know, it's not always going to be this two-hour ordeal every day, you know, but I think if you schedule the time, you can make mm-hmm. it um, mm-hmm. beneficial and meaningful. Uh, so anyways, um, when I really thought about praying that way, uh, Matt gave us this, Matt and the elders gave us this handy-dandy um, prayer sheet also with the merger coming up and oh, sure. stuff. And so I kind of started with that, and I broke it down, because it's 16 different prayers, right? So I broke it down to where I'm doing around five, one day there's six, um, where I'm praying for that chunk of five that day and for kind of some specific different things that I kind of felt like needed to be um, prayed about within those. And then, um, like, I pray for my family every day, obviously, mm. but, like, uh, maybe the extended family mm. I hit on certain yeah. days, um, small group leaders and small group ministries and different things here in the church and the leadership on different mm-hmm. days. Um, I'm part of the Love Bible Project's creative team, mm. uh, which is something that's outside of Blessed Hope. Uh, but I make sure I'm praying for those women and for that ministry too. Um, and then, I don't know when this dawned on me, but it's been super awesome, and I encourage everyone to do this. I decided to go through our directory. So one day I'm going through the A's, people with last name of A's, which was short. Uh, you know, and then taking each letter every time I sit down to pray, and I'm praying for those families and their marriages and their mm. kids and naming them out loud. And that has been amazing mm-hmm. to experience that. I don't know. Like, it's just been really cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I think for me, when I think about praying in the Spirit, it really comes down to my, my heart and, and why. Why am I going to God? Am I, am I going to God for, for a wish list or for the, you know, the punch in the right numbers, get on my knees, fold my hands, close my eyes, and all of a sudden I get the result I want? Or am I really just going for connection? Uh, because there's nothing that I'm going to say to God that God's going to be like, whoa, I had no idea that was going on. Of course I'll take care of that. Like God knows. Uh, but he, what he really desires is honesty and connection. And it really reminds me of Psalm 145, 18, where, where David is talking about God, and he's talking about prayer, and how you know, God says, I will be near to those who call on me. And, and that's just, I mean, that's, that's my heart's desires. I just want to be a little bit closer every day. And, and that's why prayer is so important to me. Is It's one of, those day, one of those things where it's like, all right, everything gets shoved to the side, and right now I just get to be with God. And maybe that's me asking for things. Maybe that's me giving praise for things. Maybe that's me just sitting and just <sighs> decompressing. <laughs> um, but for me, that's, how, that, that's what, how I get myself in the spirit is like, all right, where's my heart posture? Am I, am I for right. connection or am I just throwing it up because I feel like I have to or I, I feel like I need this or I want this? So that, that's how I kind of go about it. Yeah, I, I love that it looks different for everyone because I think certain things work better for different people. Mm-hmm. I'm wired type A, list 
maker, Mm -hmm. you know, very task driven. So this way works for me and it gives me the freedom to just sit in that time with what is in front of me for that day. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've heard people say this before, like, oh, those are some of the sweetest times I've had. And I literally can say that I've had some amazingly just wonderful times in prayer that I Mm -hmm. haven't experienced before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting the way you couched it with, well, maybe this doesn't sound super spiritual, um, but I don't know how it's not spiritual. Um, and I know, I know what you're saying, because I've had people maybe say those things to me before, or even in terms of like planning an order of service for a Sunday or planning right. a, uh, you know, planning a sermon series. It's like, well, that's not very spiritual if you're always planning, because that doesn't allow the Holy Spirit to work. Okay. Well, first of all, the Holy Spirit is ordered right? It is not a, a God of chaos. Right. Um, That's the first thing he does in the Bible. Is order. Yes. The spirit in hovered creation. over the, the chaos. Yeah. yeah. And, and brought order, right? And so, so uh, Holy Spirit works in planning. And, and two, you know, uh, I mean, yes, the Holy Spirit can bring spontaneous things to mind and nobody is suggesting that you throw those spontaneous things out right. because they're not in the plan. But, but to say, well, in case there's a spontaneous thing, mm-hmm. I'm not going to plan, is, is, I mean, ultimately, it's absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what you're saying is that I'm not doing anything to come to God. I'm only going to do it if, if he initiates. It, yeah. And, and that is so one-sided that, that mm-hmm. God is, is um, sometimes will do that, but, but his desire is for us to actively seek him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're told that when we seek, we'll find right? Um, And then when we ask, he'll give. And so, so there is just something so profound about, look, make a plan, right? Mm -hmm. And and stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, we don't do that with hardly anything else in our lives where it's like, well, I'll just, I'll do it when it, when I feel moved by the spirit. It's like, we eat three meals a day for a reason. And we most, when, when you're in the best seasons of your life, that is regular, when you're in your chaotic seasons and it's hard and you're running and, and you feel like you're not centered, you're, you're eating on the run. And, and, I mean, we have to have those, those things in our lives that are just constant so that when things happen, um, you know, that it's, it's extra. And it, yeah. uh, because if you just rely on the, the spontaneous you may not get anything for right. well, a and, week. And not to expect or, perfection right. in it either because I think, I mean, I'm not nailing that every day, you mm-hmm. know, it's not definitely still a work in progress, um, but it's, it's getting better and I feel good about it. And, um, it's just been a really good thing. Even Paul says it's hard to pray. And, and I mean, it, that guy wasn't beaten and, and in prison and, yeah. and was, they didn't have iPhones and Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> you know they, it's hard to sit still. I think they couldn't go now. on Instagram and see all sort of right. encouraging things right. from other Christians. There's and... just so many things pulling our attention mm-hmm. away from God um, and, that and it's it, hard to find. It's hard to just make yourself be quiet and and listen and. But even and that doesn't that. catch God off guard, right? right? Because what does He tell us in the book? Be right. still. Mm-hmm. And know that I'm yeah. God, and so we we have trouble being still in in a lot of ways. But apparently, that was always an issue because <laughs> because it's always been something that that where God is basically saying, and this is the New Matt translation, right, the NMT, um, where He's saying, "Hey, shut up, put away the distractions, mm-hmm. be quiet, mm-hmm. and just be with me for a second. 
Right. And it's like, okay, you know what? I can do that. The God of the universe is saying, hey, Matt, wouldn't it be cool if we could spend time together? Like, this is the God of the universe. Yeah. This, is, this is the God who creates and sustains everything by his very thoughts. And he's saying, hey, Matt, I would love it if we could spend some time. Yeah. Can you just be still with me and know yeah. that I'm God? And, and it's like, why I would ever fight that? Right. I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah. we do. But we do it all the time, right? It makes zero sense. But, yeah. but you know what I love? Like, like there is a guy in the faith who I consider to be um, kind of just a giant in my own walk. Um, and he was an elder when I became an elder. And he taught Sunday school before I was an elder. And he encouraged me, um, something crazy. And he's still, uh, he's back to serving as an elder at Bethany. And um, Dave Bloomquist is his name. And, and I remember Dave. Dave had such a structured and rigid prayer life that from the outside looking in, you might think it was all about checking boxes and just being religious and mm-hmm. making sure. But, but you know what? It wasn't anything about that. For Dave, it was about, I want to be with my Savior. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to miss mm-hmm. any opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't want life to rob me of any opportunity to be with the God of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so Dave, he, he actually, he was an accountant. And he set a little alarm at his desk, and every hour on the hour it would beep, and every mm. hour on the hour he had another thing, Malia, like you, it's where the list idea comes from, yeah. Yeah. another thing <laughs> that he was going to pray for. Yeah. Um, and, and um, you know, at 8 o'clock it was missionaries, and so there was a different missionary yeah. at 8 o'clock every day mm. that he was going to pray for. At That's 9 cool. o'clock, at 9 o'clock it was, and, and I, I don't remember his exact schedule, yeah. but, but 9 o'clock it was, it was God's attributes. Mm. So he would go through a list that he would rotate through daily. Like today we're yeah. going to talk about, God, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be in awe of your omnipresence and omniscience. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I'm going to be in awe of your omnipotence and the fact that you're immutable. And yeah. then the next day I'm going to be in awe of the fact that you are perfectly holy and perfectly mm-hmm. just. And, you know, and he would just work his way through. And, and then at 10 o'clock it was his wife and children. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it, it, but it was for him. It looked from the outside looking in, it looked like here's a guy that is so regimented. Yeah. Right, that he just doesn't want to mm-hmm. miss anything. He's so worried. He's being religious, but no, it just he, his attitude was: I don't want mm-hmm. life to rob me of the joy that it is to spend time with my Savior. And yeah. so I'm going to remind myself that this is the higher call. Yeah, and I mean, if you're wired that way, why fight it? Right. Yeah, you, know? you guys. Work like, I'm it. not. I'm not Type A like that. But <laughs> but yeah. you guys. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. Type A to a degree. But you guys really are. Yeah. Like, like I, you I, and I Dave would get along so down. well. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. that you know I the the phrase I don't want life to rob me of time with God. Yeah. It just that reminds me of, of this That's last good, weekend yeah. for myself and not with God but with with my fiance. I mean, it it was I came home. Friday because of the snowstorm, and I was mad because it didn't snow till five. I thought it was snowing at noon, and then all of a sudden it's Saturday and it's one o'clock, and I'm like, "Why am I not with my fiance right now?" Well, because isn't it, I isn't didn't. Isn't it fun to see Vince so smitten? He is like, very smitten. He's a smitten kitten. But like the point of like scheduling it, you know, we we didn't schedule anything, and and then all of a sudden it's one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm bored out of my mind. And I'm like, why am I letting not being disciplined rob me of time with my fiance? It's the same thing with God. Like, why, why would you let randomness keep you from being with God? It, it's, yeah. Well, and, and I, think, I think to a degree, too, it's because I don't, for some reason, I think we have lost our awe 
Oh, yeah. At who God is and the fact that he wants us. And, and, and maybe I shouldn't say we. I think there are times when I have lost my awe for the mm-hmm. fact that this is the God of the universe. Nothing exists that he didn't book for you. create. And, and, well, I didn't say I've lost it right this second. <laughs> um, but, but I will again. So what's the book? Awe. Oh, fair By enough. Paul David Tripp, very okay. good book. You know, but but I, mean, I, I really think that's the issue. So mm-hmm. guy, if anybody out there is having the same issue that I'm referring to, apparently Awe by Paul David Tripp is yes. something to read. But, mm-hmm. but there's, I mean, how is that not so exciting? Like, yeah. like, like what game on my phone, what update on Facebook, what rerun on TV yep. can possibly compete with mm-hmm. hanging out with the God of the universe? Mm-hmm you know, yeah. who desires to hear from us and who wants to spend time with us. And yeah. oh, by the way, who promises to give when we ask, if mm-hmm. we ask with the right motives, and who promises to, to do things um, in and through us. And I mean, like, mm-hmm. like there is no earthly explanation yeah. except for we just have uh, allowed Satan to blind us yeah. and we have lost... Um, sight of how awesome it is that God yeah. wants to do that with us. Because and, and I'll go a step further. I mean, that God wants to spend all that time with us and, and, and be with us, and it's not because he needs to. It, it really is a want. Right. It, God, God could have created nothing and been good for eternity, but God chose to create, and not only did he choose to create, he, he chose to be with it yep. and, and be with us. And, and that... I, I think, yeah. And and I think there's an answer to why God chooses to work through the prayers of his people. Mm -hmm. Because he desires intimacy with his creation. And Mm -hmm. and I I mean, I'm not talking about like with the grass and the trees and whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking about the apple of his eye, right? Those that are made in his image and those that are especially that are remade in Christ, he wants Mm -hmm. this intimate relationship with. And so it makes sense that he desires to work through the prayers of his people. And we see that littered all throughout Scripture, that, mm-hmm. that prayer heals, right? Yeah. Prayer um, saves from disaster. Prayer fixes things that should never be fixed. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, prayer holds together what should fall apart. Prayer um, does all kinds of things. And, I mean, prayer saves the nation of Israel on several occasions when God is ready to destroy mm-hmm. them because of their wickedness. And Moses says, whoa, whoa God, time out. Let me pray for them. And God relents. Uh, I mean, prayer does things that make no earthly sense um, because God desires that relationship and desires to work through the prayers of his people. And so, um, I mean, my goodness, like Mm -hmm. we don't have because we don't ask and we ask with the wrong motives. And so, I mean, that should tell you, man, if you're praying for somebody's salvation and God desires to work through the prayers of your people... Um, or uh, of his people, and and we know that he'll answer our prayers when we are praying in mm-hmm. the will of um, Christ, and and God tells us that He desires that everybody mm-hmm. be saved. Like, why am I not praying all of the time mm-hmm. for the people that I know and love and care for that are going to hell? Yeah, like, it, what's my excuse for that? Yeah. I I just think like a lot of times people want you know, America to be, to be more Christian or for there to be more Christians. And, and I, I want that too. But my, my question is always like, why do you want that? Do you want that so that it's easier to be a Christian? Or do you want That's that because point. that means more people are saved? Um, and I, I, I would venture to guess that if people were really honest, 
if, if I could have Jesus's uh, omniscience and I could see their heart, I think for a lot of people, they, they just want it because it'd be easier. It'd be less hard to be a Christian. Um, we wouldn't have questions about this or that or the other thing because um, we'd all be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a pretty uh, compelling question. And, and, and it asks, um, you know, something pretty important for us to consider is what is it we really want? Yeah. So, uh, Malia, what, what are some other ways that, um, or, or do you have other ways that you, you engage in prayer? How can we pray? Um, and is it, does it always look the same way? Eyes closed, hands folded? No. Um, Sometimes, I mean... Do we have to use certain words? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm pretty laid back, I would say, at home. And I talk out loud at home. <laughs> that helps keep me on focus like, and on track. Because uh, I think sometimes if I'm trying to do it in my head, uh, I start my brain just starts naturally wandering to things of the day, mm-hmm. and so um, I am definitely one of those who is either whispering or talking out loud with God when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm praying. Um, but you do that at home. Yes, I'll get let you in a secret. I do that everywhere. <laughs> nice. So like I'll be at, I'll be at Target and I'll just be talking. And I'm looking for soap or something, and I'll come around a corner and I just see somebody. I'm like, oh. That's a little awkward. Yeah. They must think I'm crazy. I, I do <laughs> keep it in my head, which, because I do a lot, like if I go out for a run, I like to mm. pray when I'm running, especially if it's early and it's dark and there's not a lot of people or, you know, no one's out. Like that's a, that's a good kind of quiet time for me to, because mm. my mind clears when I'm running and I, I do my best thinking and my best praying then I think too. Mm. Um, so that's, that's another avenue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. That doesn't happen to me when I run. <laughs> but to be fair, when I'm running, something is chasing me. Yep. And yep. that does not clear my mind, right? <laughs> but, but I think, you know, the, the how of prayer is where we have to guard against religiosity. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and, and the words of prayer are guarding, we have to guard against mm-hmm. religiosity. Some people really can honestly pray through rote, written prayers. Right. Um, and so by reading a prayer that somebody else has written, it can move in their hearts, and mm-hmm. that is the way that they pray, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a liturgical guy because I, that doesn't do it for me right. very often, and so I have to be really careful about that. Um, but I think we have to guard against um, some of the, well, it needs to look like this or it needs mm-hmm. to sound like this. And, and I think the issue is, is your heart in it? Right. Yeah. Is your heart longing to meet with God, because if your heart is longing to meet with God, I don't care what words you use. Right. I mean, I, I don't care if they sound fancy or if they sound like a kindergartner. Right. I mean, some of the most honest, heartfelt prayers are the ones that kids will utter. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that have like five words in them. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, I, I wish that uh, our church would would see more, and I, I don't know if they'd be willing to do it in front of 178 adults, but downstairs I, I i go all right i need some and before i even get some someone out of my my mouth they have their hands up because they know i'm about to ask somebody to pray and, and they pray and it's always somebody different i mean we get the same kids they always raise their hand but i try to pick different kids especially when i notice somebody raised their hand for like the first time um and, and i'll pick them and, and they pray and it's not anything fancy it's it's just hey thank you for for today, and thank you that everyone got here safe, and uh, help anybody that's sick. Boom, done. And and, and they mean it. And um, 
I just wish our church at times could, could really see that because I think one of the big roadblocks for people when it comes to prayer, especially public prayer, is one... Ooh, that's a whole other like, subject. It's like public speaking, <laughs> so we're terrified of, yeah. of messing up or, or yeah. being made fun of or something. But the other thing is, growing up, a lot of us, prayer was fancy language. Yeah. It was this very, very formal thing, and we just don't feel like we can measure up to that. And so yeah. when we get in front of people to pray or we're in a small group to pray, we're just like, I, 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 I don't know what those words mean. I can't do it, so I'm not even going to volunteer. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's why it's so important that we're nurturing that uh, with the kids downstairs mm-hmm. so that they're comfortable. It's not new to them, uh, and that, yeah, that it's not a fancy-sounding thing. It doesn't have to be that, because mm-hmm. I think there, you know, there are a lot of adults that don't like to pray out loud in front of people, and I get mm-hmm. that. I was one of them. I remember the first time I prayed out loud at our small group back way back when, like, I totally choked. I think I got, like, a sentence out, and I was like, uh, amen. <laughs> and I just, I see the growth there because I was forced to, not forced to do it, but had mm-hmm. the opportunity to She do was peer that. pressured to and, do it. <laughs> but gosh, that has been so good for me, and um, I, I think just as a body and as a family, we should be comfortable doing that with one another. So yeah. it's, you just got to do it. Yeah, and, and I think, so, so there aren't any have-tos in prayer. Right. There are some things that are helpful to remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's helpful to remember um, that, um, you know, you, you, you don't want to use your prayer time as always just asking God for stuff. Right, right. Right, because, because that gets to be, even if the stuff is valuable, it gets to be selfish, Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just does. And, and so, so there, there are some things. I, I, you know, it's helpful to spend some time, maybe not even every time, but often when you pray. Just thank God for some stuff. Mm-hmm. Because God has given you so much. Just thank him for what he's given you. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes maybe there's nothing else that you do in prayer besides say, God, thank you. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my mm-hmm. children. Thank you for my home. Thank you for my job. Sometimes... Um, you, you know, it's just thanking God for the opportunity to, to even have the freedom to pray. Right, yeah. um, and, and sometimes you're praying for things that have nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes you're you're confessing your sin, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's like, man, it's hard to confess sin. Yeah, sure it is, but God knows it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you know what? I, I I had some issues with with anger today. Mm-hmm. You know, God, and I'm sorry about that. You you've asked me not to be angry, and I was angry, mm-hmm. right? You asked me to represent you well, and and I yelled at that guy that cut in front of me in traffic, mm-hmm. and then. Um, you know, I told him he was number one and then, and then I saw that he's a guy I've been asking to go to church with me for three weeks. You know I mean? Like, like at some point that in time, stuff happens it, in a small town. Yeah, yeah, it does. And so, uh, you know, I, to be fair, I've never given anyone the finger here in, in, in Vinton. In Vinton. Um, in or, or, well, no, I mean, since I've moved to, it doesn't matter. Um, you're like, but as soon as I get to Garrison, believe you me, no. everyone there's no. getting it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. But, but I mean, I think, you know, sometimes we have to confess. Yeah. Sometimes we just have to tell God how great yeah. he is, mm-hmm. you know, but, but there's no order or rule. I use yeah. the ACTS acronym a lot, mm-hmm. A-C-T-S, you know, um, uh, where it's adoration, like, God, why do I adore you? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then confession, God, I, I have things on my heart that I need to tell you. Mm-hmm. And, and thanksgiving, God, I'm thanking you for this. And then, you know, the fancy word supplication, which is just the asking for stuff. Yeah. I was, trying to, I was trying to think of, I, I was going through that in my own head. I was like, yeah. he, he's probably going to bring up Acts. And I was like. What does it mean? 
I got to A and C, and then I was like, T, what in the world could T possibly be? And so. Yeah, but I mean, there's no magic to it. I think it's just a matter of, we, we want to demystify. Prayer is mystical, right? and it's spiritual, and it's supernatural, because you're, you're entering into the throne room. Uh, that's the other thing we haven't talked about. The fact that we even have the privilege to pray is all because of the cross, right? right. Because, because God has done this thing. Um, mm-hmm through Christ that's just incredible, and the Holy Spirit lives in us, which then gives us this, this power to communicate mm-hmm. with God. All of it is awesome, um, but it's very spiritual, right. but it's not something that's so mystical that it needs a guide or it needs help. It, it's just words, yeah. right? And that's why, that's why, listen, I will gladly pray with anybody that asks me to pray with them, but you don't need me. Right. Right? You don't need me to, to talk to God for you. You don't need Malia to talk to God for you or Vince to do it for you. Ask for prayer, and we're happy to pray with you and yeah. happy to pray for you, and that's great. It's part of being the church. Is we pray for one another. But you don't need me to do it for you because somehow I've got the key and you don't. Right. <laughs> right? Like, you don't, you don't need— and, and, I mean, with, with all due respect to, to you know, some of our, our Catholic friends or folks that have grown up in that, you, you don't need a mediator mm-hmm. to help you Whether figure it out. Whether it's the priest or Mary Yeah, or... You, don't, you know what? Because God's heart is for you. Mm-hmm. You don't need somebody that's, that's closer to God to make intercession for you because God's heart is for you and God wants a relationship right. with you. God is yearning for you to come mm-hmm. to him in prayer. <laughs> you don't need somebody to make the introduction. Yeah. I mean, he wants you to be there. And so, um, you know, you can, we can make it so complicated when right. really the matter of prayer is just, you know yeah. what, just talk yeah. to God. And I, I think it's kind of a binding thing with, um, you know, church members mm-hmm. or people in your life that you know are praying for you or you're praying for them. Uh, you know, because there's, there's someone that I've talked to that, you know, I've kind of committed to praying for her about something and... Um, I just feel this closeness to her, even though we don't necessarily spend a ton of time together. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I've been in prayer for her, like it's just been a very binding thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's just so cool. Yeah. And you, and you talk about those, uh, those have tos. There, yeah. There's really no have to. No. Um, I just remember when I was in Israel and we went up to the Temple Mount, you know, Dome of the Rock, every, all that stuff. And we were told we weren't allowed to pray. And I was like, you're not going to tell me I can't pray to God. And I, was, I prayed, and nobody knew because Rebel. I didn't have to get on my knees. I didn't have to fold my hands. I didn't, ha- I didn't even have to say it out loud. I could just pray. And I think that's the beauty of God. And God's like, I just want to be with you. I don't care how it is. Yeah. It's, I remember the first time we, pray wa- we prayer walked here in Vinton for faith and action. We're like, well, how do you do this? Like, you know, it's like, well, you just talk to God while you're walking along, right? It's not that big mm-hmm. of a deal. Like, like, we're walking along and we're just talking to God. Hey, thank you, right, mm-hmm. for that person. Oh, hey, we know who lives in that house. Let's pray for them mm-hmm. and, and, and pray that you bless them and that you'll help them be great neighbors and that you'll help them minister mm-hmm. well. And, you know, I mean, you just talk to God. And you go to sleep. I know some people who refuse to, play, to pray when they go to bed mm-hmm. because they're afraid they're going to fall asleep on God. I don't think he's offended by that either, right? right. Think, think about one of your favorite things to do as a little kid, potentially, depending on your parents, mm-hmm. is crawl up in your dad's lap. You know, and fall asleep. Yep. 
Like, yeah. I don't think God is angry at us because we're so relaxed in his presence at the end of the day. Now, mm-hmm. if that's the only time you pray, you might want to <laughs> right? You might want to add a little bit more. But I know sometimes when I have trouble sleeping, I'll just pray and pray and pray until I fall asleep. And sometimes I, I fall asleep mid-thought, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't offend a God. Right. And I know sometimes I have crazy ADD mm-hmm. and my mind will wander. And you know what? I don't have to feel bad about that. Guess what, God? We're going to pray about something different now. <laughs> like, like, I'm okay with that too. Like, I was praying for Malia. I was praying for Malia. All of a sudden, now I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the merger. Well, guess what? You know what? God's okay with me shifting gears right. uh, because my mind wandered. Okay, and he well, made you, know you what? that way. And, and, that's it. and so I'm not going to apologize for it. Yeah. And I'm just going to go with it. And I, I think, mm-hmm. we, again, we've made this to be something it's yeah. not. Yeah. And so I think we have to give ourselves permission to to be human yeah. mm-hmm. and and know that what God really wants yeah. is to be with us. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so I, I know we're we're out of time, um, but but I just a, a quick plug. If anybody has a free lunch hour on Mondays, like mm-hmm. every Monday from twelve o'clock to one o'clock, we have community prayer over at the Revolution Church building. Uh Pastor David and I are there every Monday. We open it up. Uh, 11.30 to 12 is, is personal, private prayer time if people want to come and do that. But from 12 to 1, we just pray together corporately for this community, this county, this mm-hmm. city, uh, for teachers and students and for marriages and, and, uh, and, and for, for the different churches in town. And um, it's not a blessed hope thing. It is a um, community church thing. And so mm-hmm. anybody is welcome to come. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and just, just go. Don't feel like you have to be pressured to, no. to say anything. There are people there like, sometimes who never, who never speak out yeah. loud. They just yep. are there. They're praying silently with us. Yep. And, and that's there are, fine too. Um, there are some people that, that pray out loud a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. You know, I mean, whatever, yeah. just come and, and be a part of that. And it's a good mm-hmm. way to help get connected. Um, and before church. And oh, yeah, we're always 8.30 every Sunday uh, mm-hmm. for Blessed Hope folks, 8.30 before uh, the church service. We're always meeting in the elder room and always praying um, and just um, asking God to bless the service, not just ours, but other churches in yeah. town, um, asking God to bless those who are volunteering in ministry and all the aspects uh, of what's about to happen. Um, and so, yeah, that's always open for anybody to come join us in prayer too. Yeah, so I mean, if... If prayer is, and, and we know it is, about connection with God and relationship with God, why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, yeah. So, thank only you guys. If you, the, only if you've lost your awe, and yeah. now there's a book. <laughs> so thank you guys for the great conversation. Uh, happy one-year anniversary for the podcast. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you.